Should I turn the car off? Okay. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. Oh, I'm leaving man. that in. You know that, right? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> We're in the car again. Um, Those damn schedules. Moved. I have moved. You moved so Look, far west. Yeah, so far west. And I'm on the other side of the 405. This day has just been a mess. You came from so far east. It's been so great, but yeah, That's I came good. from so far east. Directions. Um. Anyways, we're so excited because uh, a friend of mine, who is gonna stay anonymous, um, because she was a dominatrix. Uh, she worked as a dominatrix in New York and here in Los Angeles, and she raised relay. What's happening right now? I don't know. What is happening? She relays her experience, yes. and it is fucking fascinating. There's a lot of stuff that she talks about. Yeah, it's so interesting. Um. Yeah, I just had a, God, this is just such a world that I didn't know about until, you know, we became closer, but I never got to ask her, like, specific details, and so this was just, like, this is juicy. It's definitely a little racy. It's a little Uh, racy. This would be like a, a, a content or trigger warning if you don't want to hear that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's not. It doesn't get super. I mean, it gets, it gets specific, but not super graphic because it right. gets with like the interesting kind of like clientele that she would get. Yeah, um, exactly. Um, yeah. So uh, we talk about dungeons. We talk about what it's like to be a dominatrix. What that title means. What kind of sex work it is. One of the most interesting things that I found was, uh, and I'm not going to tell you. You have to listen. Uh-huh. Uh, was like how the rate was determined and how you could. Yeah. Yeah. How you could charge more. Yeah, I could charge <laughs> more. Like, Your qualification. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, and then uh, we sort of address this in the actual episode, but you know, the the title of the podcast is Finding My Yum, and it is a lot of my journey and bringing on people who I'm interested in, like what their yum is or what they've done. Uh, and especially like listening to this, I just, this is not. I don't think this is my yum. Maybe I'm going to try it at some point, but it is, it's it's relatively extreme for me. And I'm yeah. fascinated and so excited that people are interested in this. And like, my friend is amazing. And I love that she was like, like, it was a great experience for her. But I, yeah. Well, it was really interesting because I felt like you struggled with that for a little bit. Yeah. Of like, can I say this is fine to my yum if I'm not willing to try these yeah. types of things? And I think that that's totally fair. Right. Like, and I think that that was part of this one what really I think did confirm for you like I don't have to I don't have to be into everybody's yum yeah right like my yum doesn't I can explore other people's through conversation and if I don't want to try it I that's okay yeah but yeah I mean yeah so maybe this way if you're listening out there maybe this <laughs> will, will resonate with you in that way too like yeah, you, you can yeah. hear about it and say whether or not that you want to don the stilettos god oh yeah. yeah oh man gosh seriously so interesting <laughs> you guys are in for a, a wild fucking ride <laughs> I don't listen to this one at work oh yeah yay i'm feeling yummy head to toe you see me ain't got no patience so let's go Hello, welcome. Oh my goodness, I couldn't be more excited to have you here. I have a good friend of mine, Kaya. Um, We are talking all things dominatrix today. Um, Thank you for being here. Of course. This is so cool. (laughs) Um, So yeah, for those of you who don't know uh, what acting as a dom is, we are going to talk about it so you're going to figure it out. But um, I can't wait to dive in. So 
let's start with how like how did you even find out that this is a job so one of my good friends in new york she was a mistress called Mistress Lee. Mm-hmm. And one day she was like, I need a third dom. And I was like, what's that? And she's like, don't worry, you just have to sit there and like wear latex and just watch. And I was like, oh, okay. And I did. And I was like, oh, I love this. I want to try to do this. And she was a mistress at a... Dungeon. At a dungeon. At okay. the Nutcracker Suite. I'm so... <laughs> <laughs> what a name. That's amazing. Okay, can you tell me like what, what is a dungeon then? So a dungeon was a, it was probably like 5,000 square feet and it had different rooms and each room was decorated like a different way. There was a medical room which had a tub and a dentist chair and like a defibrillator. And then there was another room that had like a, a cross and like cages. And there was like another room that was like a dressing room kind of mm-hmm. with like wigs and large female shoes and like large dresses with like you know, makeup and so, stuff. So, but a dungeon, do you have to be, um, like, a member of some, like, how do you, how do you even become, like, a client of a dungeon so and find out about a dungeon? Most people just know the dungeons in New York. Okay. And if they wanted to have a session, they would call the dungeon and they would be like, this is kind of what I want. And then whoever was working that day or if they, like, like asked for someone, then they would, like, meet up a time. And there was, like, a dungeon master. Okay. And his name was Cliff. And are these... <laughs> not a D and D dungeon master, right? Yeah. Okay. Not a D and D. No, not that one. I've been that one. Um. So okay. So. So is a dungeon illegal? Like technically, on the like, is this a legal thing? I mean, <laughs> I don't even know. so in New York, yes, because it was something. I don't know. I don't really know the legalities of like what. Because you could also rent it. Like, if you were a couple and you were like, oh, I want to, like, go get, like, a like a weird place to have sex. Like, you as a couple could rent it. So it was oh, also, like, a party room. space. Oh, yeah. interesting. Okay. Okay. Oh, so going back a little bit. So mm. you had a friend who was a mistress. And then yes. she, so she brought you into yes. it. Yes. Um, but were you... I, I mean, I know you, I know you're a curious person. So were you interested in BDSM at all personally before this? No. Okay. I was very like vanilla, I guess you would call it. I'm still vanilla. Okay. But well, I was very interested in like. I feel like it wears shades of vanilla. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the one that's like absent of flavor and, and you're like the whole bottle. Of <laughs> but like I just, I don't know. I was just way more curious to see like the psychology of the people that wanted to see a dominatrix. Right. Who wanted to rent yeah. those services mm-hmm. or use those services. Okay, so you would do this first one where you're a third and you're just watching. Yes. Okay. And that was a very interesting. And so what? First time. <laughs> what did you What did you watch? Like, what was that first? Because I don't even understand. So, so somebody knows about a dungeon. They want to hire a dominatrix or or yeah. rent like for an hour or something like that. So what I realized, the guy that the session when I first came in. He was going off to Afghanistan and he was like a corporal or like something high up in the military. And he wanted to relinquish all his power mm-hmm. to three women before he went away. Aha. Uh-huh. And I realized, like, I was like, oh, that sounds awesome. <laughs> sure. 
So when people come into the situation, they are a sub. Yes. Because they're asking you yes. to be the... But the there are certain dungeons that do... They have subs that you can rent as well. So oh, okay. someone can be a master to the sub. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. But you are only as a dominatrix. Yeah. And then how did you decide to take this as a job? Because I feel like that's a... It's just a particular choice of how you want to make money. Well, I was doing bottle service in New York, mm-hmm. and I was like, I want to make more money. <laughs> so then I tried to strip, uh-huh. and then someone touched me, and I was like, ew. <laughs> and I was like, they, they touch you. No way. I can't do this. Yeah. And then in the Dom world, I was like, oh, you call all the shots. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no one's ever going to pay me to do any of these things in real life you know so I was like it was sure you playing have a role control. yeah and like fulfilling like that part of like I don't know were you worried about safety at all or in these places are, is, are there safety precautions that are taken? well there's always Cliff the dungeon master was always there he was present in the room no 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 he was always like in the like like when you walked up the stairs always there and if there was a like a speakerphone mm-hmm. so if you hit like the speakerphone, he would come running in. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they were taking care of you in terms of yes. safety. And then would, would people rent for like an hour or like was there a time designation or they would just come in and then be charged for how long they were there? Usually it's by the hour. Like usually the person will know like, okay, I have like a two hour. Because it was all, all these men have jobs and wives and everything. So it's like they, they couldn't just sit there for like 10 hours sure. for no reason. Yeah. You know, so they knew like the time they had. So it was always like rented by the hour, two hours. So when you, okay, so you, you knew this mistress. So then you, you, you said, I want to continue doing this. Yeah. And then what happens then? Like what, what is a typical night? I imagine it's night. Maybe well, it's in the middle. Maybe it's There was 12. a lot of training. Oh. Surprisingly. Okay. <laughs> Tell me about the training. So... We had to watch a lot of videos. We had to sit in a lot of rooms, like watch other mistresses do certain things. I what, mem- were, what were the videos? I want graphic details. The yes, videos <laughs> were a lot of videos from like Germany. And we had to read a lot of books. And the lo- like the more books you read, the higher your rate to be billed out was. Wow. Yeah. So if you read like Marquis de Sade. Like if you read like, I don't know, two of his books, it'd be like $25 more an hour or something like that. And these books detailed... It's just like the lifestyle of like the typical, like what people think of like BDSM. It was just like all books like that, like Venus and Furs, The Eye, Story of O, stuff like that. Just to like, so you know more of like... What people are looking for. Yeah, exactly. You weren't just like there in heels trying to like whip someone. There was like a whole psychological aspect they wanted you to get. And what, so what did you gain for, like, when, when did they feel like you were ready? What, what did you have to know then? To be honest, (laughs) they didn't really ask. They were like, oh, you have a session. But it was this guy named Mental Dental. (laughs) And every mistress in New York, like all the dungeons have like an agreement with him. And he's every like new mistress's first client. What? Yeah. There's a man named Mental Dental, and he yeah. tests out new, or mm-hmm. like, fascinating. Tell me about Mental Dental, and how did he get this role? 
I have no idea how he got this role, okay. but like everyone goes to him or like everyone sees him for the first. It's really odd. Yeah. And I remember. Is that because he has like a, like, does he do the same thing? Yeah. What does he do? So what was the first? <laughs> this is so weird. <laughs> so I remember I came to work and they're like, oh, we have someone mental dental. And I was like, okay. And I'm walking down the hall and I'm like, what is it? Cause then I'm like nervous and I'm like, oh my God, what do I do? What do I see like? And they go, oh, he's just going to sit in a dental chair and you're going to wiggle his teeth with pliers and then he's going to fall asleep. And I was like, what? <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That's what he wanted. And I was like. And he's everyone's first. He's like everyone's first. Wild. Yeah. Everyone's first. And he always falls asleep. And I was like, fucking terrified. Sure. Yeah. Does, does he... Like in this particular instance or in other ones, do they request attire or? No, it's just like the basic like. You're wearing. Like black lingerie, crazy okay. heels, stuff like that. Okay, so this is your first <laughs> experience. Yeah, on he, my own, by myself, yeah. Yeah, and he falls asleep. Yeah, but I wanted to wake him up because I wanted to be like, why? <laughs> 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 but why? I don't understand, but did, why? Did you get to ask him? No, he fell asleep. And then you wake him up after no, an hour and, and just you're like, leave the room because he's like old. He was older. So they just like let him. I know it's so it's so weird, right? Interesting. And you like wiggle his teeth with like, yeah, I feel like that would hurt. That's my what's one of my biggest fears is my teeth falling out. I have like bad dreams about it every once in a while. And so that would be terrifying. I would never pay for that. experience. Yeah, I don't. And he gets like a better rate. Too. Not weird. Like he gets a lower rate. Yeah, I would have well, thought he just, had like some type of agreement. He like had a ton of money and therefore had like some type of agreement that yeah, you know, I he don't, would spend more for that. Isn't that weird? I don't, I don't know. know. So well, you know. yeah, but All I right. literally was like, I'm gonna wake him up because I need to know. Like this sure. is too weird. Like how do you even so figure this out? Yeah. That's a great <laughs> question. And at a certain point, how would do you it know that that's your yum? Just to go to a dentist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like you didn't. So I didn't know. Like you couldn't actually like pull. Like I thought. I had to like wiggle and pull, but apparently you just wiggle. And he was like, no, 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 you just like wiggle it. Because mm. I was like trying, I don't know, I was trying to like rip his tooth out or something. Mm. <laughs> he was like, no. <laughs> All right, so you have mental dental. That's an interesting <laughs> first experience. Yeah. And then you're ready, like they've determined you're like ready to yes. go. So what happens from there? So I had to be at the dungeon. So I was doing bottle service till like five. And then I would go to the dungeon from like, 5.30 to like 9 a.m. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Whoa. Yeah. And, okay, so you're there from a particular for yeah. a particular amount of time. Are you in a specific room? No. No. There's like a... Holding area? Holding area, yeah. <laughs> Backstage. <laughs> yeah. There's a green room. Okay. And then they, somebody requests, like they can request you or... Yeah. They can request like an aesthetic or like, like yeah. how do you get paired with people? So usually there was a website and at that point they, I would, my face was on there. I'm very, I didn't know I had an option to not have my face, Oh, okay. but there's like a lot of men that like the whole like half Asian thing. And then there was like another woman that was like Russian and built like an ox and that was like a completely different request, diff different kind of session. Sure. You know? So did you... Was there like, like take, was there like one, 
like like a like something that you did often that was sort of your thing or was it always catered to whatever so tooth wiggling l- somebody wanted <laughs> or you know well so when someone first goes to the dungeon there's i wish i took one there was an actual like piece of paper with like all these checklists that you can check what kind of like session you wanted okay so you basically got to look at it and then you just like made it up from there but i really really liked like the pain sluts okay so they were the people that could take a lot of pain so can you walk <laughs> like what an hour looks like because i don't even understand what kind of pain you're talking about or like what this would look like <laughs> so there's a St. Andrew's cross in basically every dungeon, and it's like a big X. And you could tie someone or handcuff them to this big X, and they're like, I don't know, like a starfish. And I would just increasingly whip them harder and harder and harder. Were they naked? Yeah. Okay. And and then they were, so they were asking for that specific mm-hmm. experience, and then... But then you have to be like sweet after like you can't just like be a hundred percent like mean like whipping you have to like be sweet to them like you know make sure they're okay and then like read like do it like you like so there's a conversation that happens oh yeah in it. Mm-hmm. and For then sure. is there roles that both of you like yeah like they have to ask permission to do anything uh, right like so as anything. a sub yeah that's there mm-hmm. okay so you, you would whip people. Is there other, any other kind of pain that you would? Yeah, like there's all people, sorts of okay, amazing. Okay, give me other examples. I had a lot of people that liked suffocation. Really? <laughs> yeah. With that what? Was, that feels dangerous. Yeah, I know. And that's when I started doing those. I had like a mistress in the room that was more advanced just to make sure I was doing everything okay. That's how actually that accident in my dungeon happened not with me but with someone else okay yeah what do you suffocate people with you can use your hand you can use a mask you can use tape you can use whatever a dildo is there a safe word in these situations there is okay so there's also hard nose there's also like things they definitely do not want done and you respect them always Mm -hmm. like you never like well let's just try they like say it's a hard no but let's just see like you never do that sure so they can't touch you. No. But you you have permission to touch all, like all of their body? Yeah. Okay. And uh, was it men and women who were coming in? I had two women want a session, but I couldn't. They were they were like pain sluts, and I didn't feel comfortable. Okay. Is the point of a session to come? Like No. 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 That's not, not even all. a part no, of it. No, that's not even. I mean, it happens. Like, at the end, they'll be like, can I jerk off? And, like, sometimes you could say yeah, sometimes you could say no. But you didn't have any part in that. You were no. just participating in yeah. the activity. It's a very, like, psychological. It's, like, about giving power to someone else. I know it sounds like odd. No, it makes sense. Because, yeah. like, all my clients, they were, like, VPs of and, like, CEOs and, like, worked on Wall Street. And, like, they were constantly, like, so powerful in, like, their lives. And I think this was just like a way to, I don't know, relinquish some of that. Because they couldn't do like, they couldn't do that with their wives, you know. Right, they couldn't be a, a sub. That's so interesting. I don't know. I didn't. I That's guess why I, didn't I wanted assume, to do it. Okay. Because I was like, what's this is so interesting. 
So did you ever penetrate them at all in any way? With anything? So there was a few men that always wanted to see how to like learn how to suck a dick. Oh, okay. So yeah, so I would teach them. Did you put on like a strap mm-hmm. on then? Okay, and you would teach them how to... Yeah. Interesting. It's a, yeah. So did you penetrate them with strap-ons? No. No. But I mean, it happens. People like do, but I didn't really do the whole pegging thing. Okay. I think I tried it like twice and I was like, no, I'm okay on that. I'd rather just like dildo train them like how to give a blowjob. <laughs> Got it. What's the aim in, in that then? Like, I guess I'm wondering like how it, my conception of men is like they always want to come, right? Like they Ooh, always just, you're good. They're always like, because in heterosexual like sex and all sex, like men come and that's the end of sex right like in a lot of situations see but a lot of these men are also older that's what i thought was like so interesting Mm. they were like oh i'm not like but i want to learn how to like suck a dick and like there were a few that i would actually call like a gay like a rent boy into the session and they would they would what suck his dick oh okay. like at the end of like me training them after like whatever interesting yeah no interesting yeah so what is the most, so in terms of New York, because um, LA is a little different, we can talk about yeah. that, but like what, what was the most fun for you? Like what did you enjoy about it the most? And what was so clear that you didn't want to take it into like a lifestyle? So one day I was talking to the mistress that brought me into my first session and she goes, I haven't been able to have an orgasm in four years when she started doing this and I was like, fuck that. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I'm quitting. Cause also I was like younger and I was like, I didn't know, like I was like an idiot, you know what I mean? And I was like, I don't want to have to like lose that in order to, I don't know. Cause there's like, do you think that because you see some, some like sexuality's dark side a lot. So I think that blocks happen. Mm. Interesting. Okay. Not to everyone, but like it could, I could see how it would happen to me because I was so young. Yeah. So how long did you do it in New York then? A year. And then you decided that it wasn't. Yeah. Once I heard that, I was like, okay, I'm done. Oh, interesting. (laughs) I was like, I don't, I don't want to lose like. How much did you make an hour? 500 plus tips. And then I would. <laughs> sure, you don't want to try it. Too, right? <laughs> I know, God. But then, like, that sounds so nice. I had like slaves that during the week, like while they were working, I would be like, "You have to wear like I don't know lime green underwear and right. only eat like seven cubes of like chicken a day." Right. This is my conception. Like, it's uh, especially with people who have a lifestyle. It's that. a long game. Right, yeah. like there are rules, but they're also in relationships that are like very, you know, dom sub. Right, like but all that's the a time. lifestyle. So you yeah. did provide. So if somebody did want yeah. something that was extended, how did that work? Phone calls. Oh, mm-hmm. and then they would pay. Yeah, they oh. would pay me. They paid me a lot. And that was outside of the dungeon, or mm-hmm. that was. But I would never see them, out outside of the dungeon. Well, okay, I'm lying. But I would never like, I don't know. Yeah. And I also had a house slave. What does that mean? <laughs> Some guy that would come over and like clean my entire house. 
<laughs> his name was Charlie, and he had to be on all fours the entire time. And that's something he wanted. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> Everything about this sounds like <laughs> sort of dark. <laughs> but it, it gets very dark also. Of course. So it's like, you, you know. And you have to, I would imagine you need to hold space for a lot of deep emotional yeah, stuff that like comes you have up. I mean, it's almost like a therapy session. Yeah, no, it point. is. Like men would cry afterwards. Mm-hmm. And that was like my favorite for some reason. <laughs> Just to see, why? Like, to see the vulnerability yeah. behind it. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like, I like the psychology. Yeah, I like the psychology of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just like, oh, yeah, I broke you. That's <laughs> <laughs> sort of what they wanted, right? Yeah. I guess is what they're asking for. I'm sure if they paid, then probably, yeah. Yeah. I would ask a question. Um, yeah. We touched on earlier how uh, it seems like a lot of the like subs that would come in had like high power jobs or yeah. something like that, and they just want to relinquish control. Um do you think that the opposite applies applies or applied um, to people who sought out that role as a dominant? Like that they, obviously if it's a job, it's a job, but. You know, it's, I don't think so. Because yeah. every single dom there, like one was in med school. Hmm. Like everyone was kind of just like, no one was a lifestyle there. That's sure. the, re- that, that's like the thing. But they were just like, Have oh, I'm good. Have you encountered people who are doing it as a job who also enjoyed it as a lifestyle? Yeah. Oh. And, but they're 24-hour dawn. Like, it's, you know, like, if you see them on the street, you're like, oh, well, I know what she's doing. Interesting. You know? Yeah. So. Was there any point where somebody was unclear yes. about, like, what, what you were doing yeah, and wanted it, yes. something? And I actually came across that more in L.A. Mm. than I did in New York. And L.A. was different, so yes. you came here and it was different, right? Because yes. you didn't work at an actual dungeon. Yeah. I rented a space, like a dungeon space that a bunch of doms rent, and you can rent by the hour. Mm-hmm. And I found it a lot harder for that. I found to like screen the clients, all that stuff was way more difficult than I actually considered in New York. Because in New York it was so like safe, sort of. Well, because somebody else was screening clients for you. Right? Yeah, exactly. We are the dungeon master, but here there was no dungeon master. Yeah, it's like it. you had an ad out and then someone would like contact you and then you have to like write emails and then like make a phone call and then like see if they saw other doms and then like try and to... when you were doing it on your own, because it sounds like at the dungeon in New York, people would sign something or ha- like there was like a very clear explanation of like either what they were comfortable with or what yeah. they were looking for well, I mean, what were the rules like do's and don'ts well here like if you if when we got con- like I got contacted they'd be like this is what I'm looking for these are my like hard limits like da 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 so you do talk about that still yeah like you do talk about like what they want what you won't do stuff like that but then people when you met up with them here still expected something yeah. else in terms of like sex or yeah it was a lot of like full service requests after the fact yeah and i was like that's not what this is right in new york i was able to build more of a clientele like i would see these people like at least once a month okay here it was like twice and then like when they realized i wasn't full service they would just find someone else do you stay in touch with any of the ones from new york 
No. Yeah. It's understandable. Just wondering. Yeah. 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 Did you build a? Yeah, I guess like the question. Yeah. Do you build a rapport? Yeah, I mean, it's it's do. an intimate experience yeah. on both sides. Yeah, you do. Right. Like I've seen people be so vulnerable in front of me, and I have seen them out before. Yeah. And that's like a weird like, like oh I know you, but I don't know who you are right now. Right. Because you know, now you're, you're like someone else. Yeah. Yeah. It's very. It's so interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have like a favorite story or like one of the most like something that stands out as like an experience that was either the best or the worst? So one time I came into the dungeon and the woman that I was like in like my friend that's a mistress, she was like, I have a surprise for you. And I was like, what is it? So we go into the dressing room and I open the door and there's a 24 year old Puerto Rican guy model that was on the cover of Men's Fitness. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, what is this? And she's like, it's a present for you. She's like, but I'm coming in on this one. I was like, yeah, sure, of course. We had to cast his entire body with like, like if you break your leg. Uh-huh. <laughs> your face. Yeah. <laughs> like in plaster? Yeah, like we had to like the entire body. So he was like this, like. And uh, then we, like with it kind of like arms straight out for yeah. listeners. Yeah. Arms straight out and like legs, like whatever. Mm-hmm. And that took forever. And then when we sawed it off, that was his like arousal. It. That's another one of those where I mean maybe he like, like had an injury at some point that? and then yeah, figured that out. It took like yeah. nine hours because like to the That's like wild. yeah we like really like mummified him. Wow. Yeah, and then afterwards we were done. He was like, "Do you want to get dinner?" And I was like. Sort of, but like, no. <laughs> you're pretty hungry at that yeah, point. Yeah, because he had like an amazing body and then like sure. all the other mistresses came in and they were like, what do you guys have? <laughs> and I was like, look at this. He's so hot. We like casted his stomach last. I was like, might sure. as well. Yeah, like, you gotta keep, keep it open. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, keep the abs out. But I remember I was like, it took like nine hours. It was. That's nuts. I, I kind of want to try that. <laughs> I mean, sure. like, I'm curious. Yeah, when like, we were what? like cut him with the. I don't know what it's called, like a saw. Yes. Like that's when he became like hard. And I was like, let's see. I mean, how? Did he talk about why it was enjoyable? I mean. Like you get to hear. But also it's like. Because I would want, I would be like curious to ask people too, like what? What? But then like when you look at like you're totally, you can't move. And then there's two women that are like half naked or like barely, like almost naked. Like doing something you know what I mean and you can't touch like I kind of get that but at the same time I was like I this is very like we can use rope <laughs> like <laughs> there's like a ton of ways to do this where it's not taking like 10 hours yeah yeah do you, you find that well were you dating at the time like yeah, I'm curious as to like how that That's like did that question. affect your dating. no one knew oh, okay and uh, yeah I was dating sure and no one knew did it do you feel like that affected um you like sex life with the people you were dating at all? Like, obviously, I think you you told us that it's not really a thing that you're interested in in your personal life, but... You know what's we I actually was able to tell what people's things were faster. Hmm. Oh, sure. And, like, that's where it got, like, a little weird, though, because I'd be like, oh, my God, he likes this. Because in, like, dating, everyone has a thing, but yeah, they're all, everyone like, yeah, they try to hide it. it. Yeah, 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 they try to yeah. hide it, but I would, like, see it right away, and that would be, like... You know, and if the thing was like something I would do in the dungeon, like I like instantly like couldn't see them anymore because I it would just be like a it's like oh mm. you're just a sub, Did you, which is not bad or anything. Sure, but I'm just in like my personal life. I didn't want that. 
Right. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you willing, like, was it something that you did tell people? Like, you were telling friends or family or whatever? or I told a few people. Yeah. But not, like, I wasn't, because I'm very private. Right. Like, I wasn't, like, I do, th- I, like, tell people after the fact. Sure. I'm like, sure. oh, yeah, I used to do this. They're like, what? <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. Didn't you know? <laughs> well, I was at work the other day, and, like, uh, uh, someone said that also. They're like, yeah, I used to be a dom. Like, yeah. 10 years ago or something and we're all like, oh really wait what oh, okay and it like yeah. makes makes sense because she's got a very like you know pushy personality um <laughs> she's like, but she's it was yeah so i don't know maybe it's more i don't know if it's more accepted now common. than it used to be but like i think it may be more common yeah yeah it's now it's like if someone said that and someone was mean about it it's like kink shaming right but but back then right. it's like no one you would tell anyone if you were a stripper like, that was a very secret thing, too. Yeah. And now it's like, I have five sugar daddies. Da, 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 da. Like, it's like so. It's a little bit. It's like you could be so much more open about everything now. Right. Yeah. Thankfully, I mean, it's moving like, in that direction. Also with so. Instagram. Like, you know who the doms are. Like, major ones, they all have an Instagram. You could all see their face. Strippers, right. too. Yeah. But back then, like, I did not even want to be on the website. Sure. Like, at all. I was like, is there any way I could, like, put a mask on? They were like, no, they have to see you're half Asian. I was like, ugh. <laughs> right. <laughs> Do you think, so, but then, so you quit there, and then when you moved to L.A. Yeah. It was a feasible, you thought it would be, like, a yeah. monetarily more feasible here. But I just, the psychology of it wasn't the way it was in New York. The psychology of the clients? Yeah. Uh-huh. In the way that they had more expectation of they wanted full like a service. physical, yeah, like a physical, like in New York, it's like building trust and respect and like blah 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 blah, all that. I mean, it's here too. It's just I the people I was running into here, it wasn't like that. Are there dungeons here where you can be like, did you explore being in the capacity that you were there where you were? a mistress of a dungeon so that you had one place and they would find people for you or does that not really exist? No, here? they have them here. Oh, okay. It's just, I never, I couldn't, I think it was like, I'd, you have to be there six hours a day or something. And I was like, I can't do that. Oh, that's a long that's time. a lot of demand. Yeah. That's a do very, you, you don't get paid for just being there, right? You only no. get paid. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you're not guaranteed clients. In New York, were you guaranteed clients? No, but it was like, no one was really, there was like five dungeons, but not even like four. So like, oh. and it's not like people would be like, oh, I have this dominatrix. Like no one would ever like share their, like no one really is like, oh, I go to a dominatrix. You should try her out. <laughs> it's like a very private thing. Right. So it's like, if you want, like if someone wanted to go, they just know where to. And also it's like in New York, if I was like, if they were like, oh, can you be here at 2 p.m. like tomorrow? It's like, yeah, I can because it's doesn't take in two hours to get 10 miles. <laughs> sure. You know? Yeah. Public transportation <laughs> is a little bit more reliable. Yeah. So having that experience and then moving forward after it, like, do you think it, you said like while it, you were doing it, it, it was different dating because you could identify with people. Yeah. But did it change your view on sex? Did it change your view on relationships or like how you, like what you were looking for or what you wanted? Mm. It made me realize that a lot of people are not honest with what they want Mm -hmm. or want sexually. 
And I learned that at a very, like, way younger than most people realize that. And that became, like, an important, like, you must know yourself, like, sexually. Oh, I love and, like, that. What a you cool know? outcome. So, like, totally. That, yeah. It's, like, so if you're not honest with your own sexuality, like, how can you be honest with me? You know what I mean? So, like, right. that like was, like. Right, if you're like, not clued into what. Yeah, exactly. you on and what, yeah, what you want, then how can. We'd be in yeah, a relationship. we were actually just talking about this of, like, because I have a problem being vocalizing like what i want and being clear because it's scary it does feel very vulnerable really i I think so yeah oh i'm like (laughs) like i thought you wanted to fuck me what's this (laughs) sure 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 sure. yeah but i mean i think that you know there is something to like yeah i don't know I, i mean i mean i it's it's interesting to me that these men that you were encountering who were in high positions like I wonder how they reconcile it in their brain or if they need to reconcile it or they're just like yeah this is something that I'm into and I can't get it in this way so I have to do it here and that's totally okay or there's shame around it Mm, I don't think there's shame yeah I mean I don't think they want like their colleagues knowing about it but I don't think there's shame which there shouldn't be just to, to clarify like I think it it's an amazing expression and I think it's one of those things where we demonize natural desires and like things that our bodies want to experience that also don't have to have like, especially in this situation, it's safe, it's contained, like there's communication. It's the person sort knows what they're doing. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. (laughs) So like it's, it shouldn't be vilified and or even like under wraps i mean i guess maybe there's something sexy too about going to yeah and it's like an exciting it's exciting it's like you're you have no idea what the person i mean you kind of have an idea but like you don't yeah you know so and it's also like some it's all i don't know it's so interesting isn't it it's (laughs) it's such a different world than i've ever experienced yeah it also made me realize that I don't. I didn't want to be one of those people that like hit like fifty and be like, "Oh, I've always wanted to do this." Sure. Even sexually, yeah. Because I was like, these men are like sixty, and they're like, "Well, I've always wanted this. I've always wanted to try this. I've always wanted to like dress like a woman or like learn how to whatever." And I was like, I never wanted to like sexuality. Something like I was able to like you. We can control our on our own. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't want to like get to a certain age and be like, well. I never did this because I was scared. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. like it, it's what I saw. It's like people do regret it. Right. Because they're like, you know, paying a 22-year-old <laughs> to just know it. You know what I mean? Yeah. To like do these things. Yeah. So I was like, oh, well, I don't want to be like that. So I want to like. So that's how I guess it changed me personally. Sure. You know. Yeah, I like that. I mean, I feel like that's part of my journey when it comes to this too of like you know, there's so much that I just didn't know and like sort of had an inkling about and I'm still scared to try stuff. And like the name of this podcast is Finding My Young. (laughs) But, you know, and and I've talked like at length sort of about like I'm not ready to try to go to a dungeon and that's not something that I want to do right now. I think BDSM is really interesting. I don't even know also, you have to find someone that's like you feel safe with. Exactly. That's like, and, right. re- and that's that re- you both respect each other. Yeah. And that was like another 
you build that like you don't that doesn't happen right away obviously but mm-hmm. I think it gets confusing because people think it's supposed to happen instantly and it's like no 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 like yeah it's all about respect because like that's how it turns into like an amazing session because like you trust me I trust you like you know I'm not gonna like Whatever. Is there a first moment then where you just have like a conversation as like human to human of like? Oh yeah, there's that all the time. After the session, there's always that like talking afterward. I mean, I wouldn't be like, "This is where I live, and here's my real name, yeah, and all that sure, stuff." Sure. But like, you know, you do like, you bond for sure, right? You know, yeah, because you can't have that kind of personal yeah, experience exactly. if you're not yeah connected to the person. Yeah. So cool. <laughs> it's just so cool. Oh man. Do you have any further questions? No. I love you. Thank <laughs> you for sharing of all course. this. I feel like I learned so much. <laughs> um well thank you for being here. Yeah, and of uh anything you want to plug? What? Who? No. No. <laughs> I'm I'm it was in, kind of a joke. I'm in a, really land, so. I'm laying low right now. <laughs> Um, yes, well, thank you for being here. You're wonderful and for sharing. Of course. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, boy. I hope you learned something. (laughs) That was a trip. That was a trip. Thanks for coming on that journey with us and Kaya. Uh, hey, send us an email. We checked it. We checked it. I checked it. There were just so many emails, so you need to get in there now. So many emails. So, uh, yeah findingmyyum at gmail.com. We are also on Facebook and Instagram at findingmyyumpodcast. Please follow, like, share. Subscribe. Uh, subscribe. Rate. Rate us on whatever podcast app you use. We would appreciate it. Uh, and then look forward to next week's episode. We talk about how the hell do you find your yum after experiencing trauma and abuse. It's a heavy one. Yeah, but it's, it's an a heavy one. one. But it is an important one, and it, uh, it's with my best friend, Olga, and I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. Yeah. So thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>